Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake and my lovely wife, Lisa, from upstairs. Well, hello. Hello, Lisa. <laughs> and uh, this week we're doing an episode, uh, I'm just going to call this episode English, You're Doing It Wrong, Part 3. Because it kind of fits in with uh, the other two episodes. But it was originally, I put the call out for uh, stupid sayings, malapropisms, and other stupid, things. Stupid words. strong word. Well, bad sayings. Sayings you hate. <laughs> And I'm going to open dumb up, sayings. <laughs> dumb sayings. I'm going to open up with one of Wrong my least sayings. favorite sayings. <laughs> one of my least favorite sayings in the world, and that is the saying, "Patience is a virtue." Why? What? What's wrong with that? I'm not I saying. I think if you look up virtue, you see patience. You are correct. <laughs> you see a picture of patience. <laughs> a picture of me. If you look up the seven virtues, <laughs> that's what I see. A picture of you. All, Smiling to, right there in the dictionary. Next to all the good adjectives. Right. Oh, yeah. Stippling, a stippling version of Lisa that looks like it came out of the Wall Street Journal and it just has picture. Patience. Patience. See Lisa. That's, right. that's what it says. That's right. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not what it says in the dictionary. But uh, <sighs> I did look it up, and you are correct. It is actually one of the seven virtues. Ta-da! Uh, and it is... Do a little research. Commonly, you know. commonly knows, but <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing that's not what I'm saying. I hate. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm failing to see where there's a problem here. Yeah. So what far. I'm saying what, what, what is, is when people, what I hate is when people use that saying, yeah, yeah, as a way of saying you're going to have to wait for what you want, right? <laughs> Dang little piece of cheese well, in front of your face. Instead of patience is a virtue. No, be virtuous. <laughs> <laughs> no. For example, if you were, I, I, I can't think, it's like, it's like, I'll tell you where it is the worst piece of advice you can ever get. And that is when you're getting career advice. When you're like, I think I need to move up in my career. And mm -hmm. somebody says, well, patience is a virtue. I've never heard that. Uh, yeah. For career advice? No. You've never heard that? No. Not for career advice. Nope. I mean, I've, I've been told that. Things take time because it has like this process it has to go through, but that's not to say that I shouldn't want to try to get better at my job or try to progress. It's just them telling me, look, it it takes a while to get through the system, right? And that's what they so, should tell you. Yes. Uh, th this yeah. is the, this is the process. The process normally takes about this long. Yeah. This is the timeline. Right. And I hope that, that you can stay. When that yeah. timeline expires. And yeah. you, you go back and say, the timeline has expired. Then it's What's yeah. going on? And then you hear patience is a virtue. What yeah. you're hearing is there's been a failure in the system and we just want you to deal with it. I, I guess, but I mean, I, I don't know. I and actually, it doesn't just apply to work. It applies to just about everything. When you hear that, when you hear somebody say patience is a virtue, they're saying there's been a failure in the system and we just want you to just deal with it like a good person. I don't so know. what I'm hearing is that you don't have 
patience <laughs> and definitely are not virtuous <laughs> in patience holding. Is that correct? I'm getting dizzy with you're, rage right now. You're asking me to be patient? I don't, I don't oh, know. This is really oddly good. Enough, I love this podcast. It's I my think favorite you're, one. Oddly enough, the, uh, the, the article on Wikipedia for the virtues has... Has the um, you an angry face? Has the the sins that match up as counter to the virtues, and the the sin that is uh, counter to patience is wrath. Yeah, the so. wrath of Joe. <laughs> How ironic! Uh, so it makes I literally am sense. losing my cool. Literally going to. Don't say it. <laughs> Don't to... say it. <laughs> Look, we I, have talked about this before. On I our, literally on show. don't care. <laughs> I don't think. I, I think you're being overly cynical. Who, Joe? Yes. Cynical. Of course, Joe. What you, Everybody overly is, cynical. Is yes. there such a thing as overly cynical? Yes. Or yes, is it just there cynical? Is. There literally is. For example, every time you think somebody does something that's dumb, is actually them being malicious. Yes! You have to have oh a very. Gosh, you have Jake. to have a very good reason. There are some times where that is true, but you have to know the inner workings of that. Either that person or that what that person is doing in order to make that assessment, and I don't know that that's necessarily like that driving you can in a car. With whoa, 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 whoa. no, 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 no. We're, this is not an episode on driving, but I will say that if you act <laughs> as if every other driver on the road is malicious and has the objective of crashing into you, you will be a better defensive driver than if you just go, well, they might be an idiot, uh, Joe, because chances Joe. are. There's an idiot in the in the traffic around around you. Joe, can you not compartmentalize people acting as if people are malicious and knowing that they actually aren't? I can. I can compartmentalize okay. that. Then do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And that, in fact, Jake, that brings me to the next thing I hate. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be a good segue. Well, it would have been until you said good segue. That's... Segways are supposed to be smooth and seamless and not have anything about how good they Anything are. slowing down, like talking about segues. Right. When I see an article that is written and it says, the X things you have to, you have to stop Xing right now. <laughs> right? Like the 10 foods you have to stop eating right now. The five things you need to stop saying right now. Whoever you are that wrote that article, understand that my opinion of you is that you are a hack of a writer. You are an incompetent boob of a writer, and I am surprised that you got the gig you got to write that piece of crap article. Calm down. What are you talking about? Well, hang on, Lisa. There has to be something that backs this. Uh, There is something that backs this. Lisa, I am going to come to his defense. I want to hear. What's the article? So, like Joe said, for example, uh, you know, 10 phrases you need to stop saying now. Right. Right now. Which actually is kind of like the target, the uh, title of an article I found when I was looking for stupid phrases for this episode. I came across an article that said 20 phrases you have to stop using right now. And I'm like, well, there's one of the things I hate <laughs> right there. Well, That's a lot it. of times when you read those articles, there are things you don't even say anymore anyway. It's just socially you but, learn these yeah, things. Right. But the you point is. You don't need somebody smashing it in your face about it. The point it. is, every time I, I see one of these headlines, I see some 25-year-old kid fresh out of journalism school, right? And all they did heard when, they're, when they were growing up was their mom going, you have to stop doing that right now. 
And that's how they write their articles. You have a real problem with anybody telling you what to do. Oh, you're you're absolutely well, correct. I have a Lisa, real problem with authority. You should join Lisa. the military. They are <laughs> no. not bossy at all. Well, so Lisa, I actually have a problem with with people tell people who are not in charge of me telling me what to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way that to put it. I have you a know problem what? With. It really is how you put things. People don't even know. I mean, I'm not really telling them what to do. I put it forth as this is my opinion and this is why, which makes oh, people oh. think. We're getting there next. Okay. So <laughs> so I have a lot of experience with this because I am a trained writer writing news articles and, and all kinds of all things and like that. Producing awesome podcasts. I'm so, a trained well, parent. They, they, That's why I, yeah, I do it. I went, to, <laughs> I, I went to a short school for this stuff. Uh, but anyway, the point is there – What? Yes, it is. <laughs> give me a give me a pause here. The point is, you do not start an article off with an imperative like that. You do not shove down someone's throat the action you want them to do. Don't do that. Well, it's like Exodus, because, the, or is it Deuteronomy or Exodus? When when the, when when we got the Ten Commandments, was that the first Exodus. paragraph? No, but the the point is. <laughs> If you're trying to persuade someone, you if you actually want someone to do what you want them to do, you need to give them the setup first. Yeah. Because you need to you need to say, for example, if you want someone to stop saying phrases, so for a particular phrase, let's say, you could say you could title your article "Phrases That Degrade." Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, you haven't told anyone to do anything. You haven't been the busybody, bossy pants standing in front of them going, how dare you? You've said, this is degrading. And here's why it's degrading. Because you're being mean to this person or you're saying a word that's that's rude or whatever, right? And then you say, and maybe we should stop using these. That's how you're persuasive. Because if you come out like this article did yep. with a headline that says – Whatever number of things you, you put need to this stop guy doing over right here now, up in arms. you get a lot of people that go – as, just as Rage Against the Machine said, <laughs> F you, I won't do what you tell right. me. That's, that's what I hear going through my head when I see that article. Exactly. I that hear is... Zach Della Rocha in my head. Well, I have to say, Jake, you are ready for parenthood. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you can make those kind of decisions and get your point across like that, because that took years for me to get. And as soon as you start making it, uh, they come to those decisions, you're on it. And finally, this is the last thing for me for this week. I hate when people use the wrong first-person pronoun. You're talking about uh, so like Joe and I or Joe and me. Right, exactly. There are places where you say Jake you and I. If you complete a sentence using either one of them, then it's, then it's proper. Me bowling. <laughs> me going bowling. Right. Rather than I'm going bowling. Correct. But the problem is that you get people who will say, like, Jake and I are going bowling, which is a proper sentence. Correct. Or, would you like to come bowling with Jake and I? Which, which is wrong. an improper sentence. Correct. Right? Because the pronoun I is the objective, no, no. the subjective case, the yes. subjective case of the pronoun. Mm-hmm. Right? Meaning it's the subject of the sentence. Jake and I it's the one are doing the, the thing. Take and out and just use them separately in the sentence. And exactly. That's how it works. Exactly. Yep. That's how you. That's how you. 
you take everybody else out, and the West only Virginia pronoun remaining. education remote, is coming in handy. That is a great piece of <laughs> well, advice that they gave you, but they never gave me that in, in I, school. I learned more about English in German class than I did in English class, I specifically about awesome. grammar, because I think it helps with German because there's a lot more regularity to German, um, but there's still some irregularities to it. Uh, but the English, I just remember in English class. I always, they were always the most boring teachers and they were the ones that like, they just would tell you, I would sit there and I'd go, why? And they would say, because I said so. And of course we've already gone over this. I don't really do well with that. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm like, what do you mean? Because you said so, like, explain it to me. I, I can understand it, you know? And it just, it, I, I'm, then I would get to German class and then they would hand you these tables of, of nouns, right? And how you, you change the noun based on the case that it's in or like a, like the pronouns. So um, ich and, and dich and mir, et cetera, like those, those all have different, uh, you know, they're your first person, second person, third person, and then um, what's the uh, nominative case, accusative case, dative case, genitive case, all that stuff. And I, I got all this and I'm like, what even is all this? I don't understand what this is. And my German teacher Talk taught me what what all that stuff was. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Now I understand why all this stuff happens in English. Right. I had a very good English teacher in college in my freshman year. And I took her again for another literature class in like sophomore, junior year. Her name was Mary Ann Chapman. And she was brilliant at the way she described this stuff. Um, and she was not boring either. She was a, a fantastic English teacher. I the same with Miss Harvey, who was Miss Harvey in my seventh grade, who was who I was not the biggest fan of in seventh grade, but in the eighth grade, something clicked and we really became close. We're friends on Facebook, huh. and she's just fantastic, and I I learned so much from her. A lot of the English teachers I've had have been really, really boring, mm. and it was like I didn't had no fun with it because I'm like this is just. A drag to get through now i've had one or two that actually made me excited to read this stuff because we were very animated about it very passionate about it but a lot of the times it was like and now we're going to read you this, have to love what you teach and you are not showing love when you're talking like that to yeah kids. and they're going to be like so what did we think about it and then i go well nothing because this is you're making it boring you know right. like it, you know it's instead of I don't know. I, I actually I'm not an English teacher. Excitement so. grows. And I if you're excited had... about something that you're you're teaching, it, it actually shows and yeah. it and it and it's it have a just, bit of energy. Yeah, it's wonderful. I had a great group of English teachers in high school. I can't think of one bad English teacher. In fact, the high school I went to, I very few of the teachers I that were there were, were bad teachers. The vast majority of my teachers were excellent teachers in high school. I had one okay and one very good English teacher. Well, that's not true because technically for the very good English teacher, my now sister-in-law uh, was teaching it actually. <laughs> she was a fill-in. She was the substitute for half the year, literally right after she married my brother. <laughs> you did go I was to school in, their, in a small town, didn't you? <laughs> I was in their wedding and everything, you know. And then you're like – uh, I didn't get homework done because I was uh, in your wedding. And she's like, you're going to get an F on this project. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I think she you. even said once. She even said that it was nice because she knew she didn't have to worry about me. Because if I, like, messed around, she would just call my parents. 
Right. Like, and be like, hey, Jake was being a, an idiot in class. <laughs> right. And I'd get my, you know, what. Absolutely. So, uh, I've had people argue with me on this, Jake. I've had somebody say, come to the store with, uh, with Tom and I, right? I don't, it wasn't Tom. But I said, it's Tom and me. And they've gone, no, it's Tom and I. And I said, no, it's Tom and me. And then Joe gets that look in his eye and digs his heels into the ground and says, <laughs> no. Right. Now, you do this in front of other students? No, I don't do that. No, not in front of students. Oh, okay. No, this was in a professional setting. I'm not going on with this pronoun stuff anymore. Uh, I'm not talking about any more crappy teachers. I'm ready just to go on to what the listeners hate. What do the listeners hate, Jake? They hate plenty. Specifically, Good. Kayla Shenanapuns says, I hate when people mix up imply with infer. Hmm. I also hate that it happens just infrequently enough to catch me off guard every time. I hate wondering what I said that they're inferring from before I figure out they're talking about themselves having implied something. Hmm. You see, implied is what the speaker does and infer is what the listener does. You ever hate that you've missed a certain day in school? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could tell you the exact day that I hated missing English in school. Which one was it? Access, except, or... Um, Effect and, and effect. Effect and effect. Yep. Ensure and ensure. And what's the other one? Illicit um, and illicit. Just give me a minute. Lay, lay, and lay. Laid, laid, the lay ones. I think they? those were the it. Or there, there, and there? No, I know those. Okay. To lay down, to lie down, those. Conjugation. Conjugation. Is that conjugation? I, I, I think, think. I don't know how you're going to splice that up. Sorry. <laughs> I'll figure chop, it out. Chop, <laughs> But those are the two that, you know, you just realize, like, I missed school that day. And I know I did. And I'm so mad about it. Yeah. Because you can't figure it out. Because, it, and, and all it I really need to you. do is, it, and the thing is, I'm busy when it happens. And I don't take the time to say, okay, let's stop. I'm going to go to the internet and yeah. figure this out. I'll tell you what I right still have now. to Google. I still have to Google loose and lose. Oh, yeah. That's a hard one. I, I, uh, I have to say... Like effect and affect. I have to actually right. think that one through before I ever write it down. Yeah. Illicit and illicit are mine. That's the that's another one I have to look down. I look up. Or think about, not look up. Um but lose I lose and lose I still have to look up. And this is not really what Kayla Shenanda Puns is pl- in well, talking about. It kind of. It it's, is. It's similar, yeah. Yeah. She's talking about different words that have different meanings that don't even sound alike. Ooh, the one, like. the one for me. This is the one I hate. I cannot stand this. <laughs> I know where you're when going. When somebody says I resemble that remark. <laughs> no, you it's... mean I resent that remark. <laughs> I do not like that you said that about me. That's you know that's what that means. And so you resemble that remark. So if somebody says you're an idiot and you say I resemble that remark, you've proved their point. <laughs> that's right. You do resemble that remark. One hundred percent. I agree with you, Jake, and I agree with uh, Kayla Shenanapuns on this. What's next? Next, we have Drew from Dudes with Brews on a Porch. He says, I hate the phrase just a FYI over and over throughout the day. I also hate when the word urgent is listed <laughs> in the subject line on every email a specific individual sends. I just uh. imagine that person <laughs> sitting in their office panicking all the time. Send another email. Oh my God. 
That guy needs that. That's when I send an urgent email, when I'm in that kind of mood, you know? When, <laughs> when something is going terribly, terribly wrong, like my butt's on fire and both hands are full kind of wrong, it's, you know? It's Chicken when, Little sending these emails. Right. <laughs> the sky is falling. That's what I think of when that's that's the only time I send an urgent email. Uh, when it's urgent. I, when they, it's urgent, right? If somebody sends an urgent e- like is sends urgent for everything, I, I I wish I had the cojones to do this to just walk up to their office door, knock on the door open and be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> Somebody got right over here cuz that didn't warrant an urgent label on that email. <laughs> I'm worried about your mental health and stability. Maybe, maybe when I get closer to retirement and I'm not worried and I, I can Come just kind of be like, Come walking in the door with a couple of glasses of wine clinging on. <laughs> right. like, you, you, crack- like, you need to relax a little bit. <laughs> you need some relaxation. You need to chill out. <laughs> you need to take some vacation time. <laughs> Just an go. FYI, is that the one he says? Yeah, it's, yeah. That's like um, just a four-year information. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just, sorry. That I, anytime there is any of that ETA, I always say it out loud to make sure I'm not sounding like an idiot in a sentence. The yeah. ETA is. Yeah. Right. Or uh, uh, the ATM, ETA. ATM machine. AT, ATM machine. Oh, oh, here's one of Joe's favorites. The VIN number. The VIN number. Yeah. <laughs> I corrected myself where I was working with the insurance agents I said, today. And I said, she said, the VIN. I was like, ooh, the VIN. <laughs> She's like laughing. Yourself. I did. I stopped myself. I went, yes, that is correct. I will get that number for you. <laughs> <laughs> that VI number. That VIN. VI number. I actually said uh, VIN number yesterday and then corrected myself immediately and said VIN. ETA, VIN number, ATM machine, all that stuff. Ooh, here's a good one. What is the plural of RBI? A run batted in in baseball. It's run batted in. RBI. Runs batted in. Right. Right. So it, right. It's like brother in laws is not really. It's brothers in law. Right. So is it RSBI? It's <laughs> just RBI. Right. It's RBI. As in runs batted in. Yeah. And, but. I think that that's okay, though, just because beyond a certain point of abstraction, you lose where that came from, why it should just be RBI. And I think it's it makes sense for the sake of clarity to still say RBIs because then you're you're being extra clear about whether or not you're talking about one or more. Mm, I don't know, Jake. I don't want to look like a jerk. <laughs> What's next, Jake? <laughs> I know next, where she's going with this. Next, we've got Intrepid Techie. They say could have versus could have. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good one. You uh, could have. No, you could This is unfortunately what contractions have done for us. Yes. Oh, my because God. That's another thing I do, Jake. I do it every time I stop and go, okay. Let's take that construction. Let's take that apart and say it normally and then see if I've written it correctly. Yeah. You hate it. That's you know what though the fact that you do that is impressive. Right. I don't look like a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> yeah could have versus could have or could have at that yeah contractions have have oh, harmed a lot of people there. A lot. That's two words. It I is. just want y'all to know. Oh, I know because word yells at me every time I write it. They're like, a lot. I think I did it line. wrong for so much in texting that it didn't even correct me anymore. It made me yeah. look like a jerk. Yeah, I was an idiot when it came to that one. Um, I still they, remember Sister Betty screaming at everybody. It that is a word. It is 
albeit is a word. Is just one word. One word. That's yes. correct. The they continue though. Intrepid Techie does. They say, and anyone calling a submarine a ship instead of a boat. Yep, that's right. Isn't in, was Intrepid Techie or is Intrepid Techie in the Navy? I don't know. Well, uh, regardless. No, boat's on top of water, right? A, a no, submarine no. Is Joe, Joe, you explained it to me in the Explain pre-show. Explain it to me, Joe. I I explained it to Jake. It has to do with a uh, uh, in in naval parlance, a boat is launched from a ship. Right, so okay. like a dinghy that you used to row ashore when you have the, the the ship parked outside. This is before you had piers and everything. Like when you're exploring, you don't take the ship up to the land. No, that's right? stupid. You get on a boat and row to the land. Dinghy. Right, a dinghy. Right, or maybe a, maybe a larger boat. But a boat is launched from a ship, and submarines were originally boats that were launched from tenders. It's because What's a tender? A tender is a, a, a boat specific that, kind of a, ship. A ship that tends another ship. Right, and they actually still have submarine tenders out there uh, that that resupply submarines for the people on board. Ah, um, but a supply the, ship. A supply ship, yeah, exactly. So the the submarine would be launched from the tender and would go out and do its mission, and then it would come back and they'd pull it back out of the water because it wasn't a nuclear submarine. It didn't have a a, a power source capable of remaining at sea right. for. You know, months. Long periods of time. Right. So they would, they would, uh, it, you know, you'd have to pull it out of the water, do whatever you're going to do to it, put it back. So it, it, that's how they were called boats. And they were just always have been called boats. Even now, though now they are not launched from yeah. other So would ships. it still be okay then to call the ship now? Because no. now they they Mm-mm. fulfilled the definition of ship. Nope. How many people do you want me to tell, have you tell that's wrong? Every <laughs> single person in the Navy. I say if it goes underwater, that it should Navy. be called it should be called submarine. Go Army, beat Navy. It should be a submarine though. <laughs> if it goes under the water, it I do not be a stand submarine. by Jake's uh, Jake's well, sentiment here. Yeah, but but I, I guess submarine is a long word though. So, Boated ship is a little bit yeah. Because there's a lot like, of things that. The Navy has its own language and everything. and They do. That's so, right. So it's whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're not in the Navy, call it a ship. Who cares? Well, you know, uh, I have to say, no. just as a regular everyday person who, who has never been in the military at all, I would simply call a submarine a submarine, a sub, and a boat a boat, a ship a ship. I really, unless you're talking to a military person about it, I think that's where it matters. You're fine calling it a sub. Yeah. But if if... We go by the functional definition of what a ship is. It's a ship. Nowadays, it's, they're ships. So yes, but it's a tradition that's been held over. Uh, if you're not in the navy, who cares? Yeah, I mean, seriously, you dealt with it though, and it matters to you because of what you did. Yeah, and I understand and that, and the pride in which they say it. I right. completely understand that. But I understand as a as a, just a regular person out here. That's what I'm going to call it, and I'm not going to think of a ship as being anything underwater. I'm, going to say, I'm not going to notice that. Put it this way: if you don't care about it, you're never. That person's never going. If someone doesn't care about it, then you're not going to convince them otherwise. Well, on the rare occasion that you do, you're going to call it a submarine. Well, what I'm saying is, if somebody doesn't <laughs> care if it's a ship or a boat, and you tell them actually it's a boat, they're going to go whatever. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'll just find some people that. <laughs> oh, I'll find people that care. They're gonna listen to me. No, no. No, you, you know it matters to you, and that's important. Good. It doesn't matter to me. Intrepid Techie, go Army, beat Navy. Uh, <laughs> go Navy, beat you Army. Ready? You ready? I'm a Maryland boy all my life. Grew up at the Naval Academy right here. 
Oh boy. Yep. I moved to the wrong state. <laughs> What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Steve from Facebook. Steve says, recently ranted on a community board when members kept talking about garden snakes. <laughs> they had identified. They were obviously talking about garter snakes. There is no oh species gosh. in Maryland called a garden snake. And no, they weren't just talking about snakes they've seen in gardens. <laughs> that is... Wow. A, a very good I might be totally guilty of that. I thought they were called garden. Oh, they were talking about you, Lisa. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve, if it was me, but I don't think he's talking about me. I thought that they were considered a garden snake because they were in your garden slash yard slash, you know, garden stuff. Garden varieties. Right. Yeah. I mean, not like these are the tomato snakes or anything. These are <laughs> garden snakes. They're the ones with the big red lumps. But I understand now and will absolutely never make the mistake Dang again it, and call it a garter again. snake. So the T is, yeah. is the... Okay. Like a garter belt. Garter, right. yeah. Garter. Yep. Got it. Yep. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> You're very happy when Steve corrects somebody, but when I correct somebody, it's an how incident. nice he was when he did it? I didn't read his tone in that writing. Well, Jake nice. read it just well, right. Well, hang on. This is also a community board, so it's like he didn't care about like. He and I would have laughed a lot it, over it, that conversation in person. It doesn't seem like he had anything personally invested in it, so he was okay with being a jerk. <laughs> He's not a jerk. Well, if you hear me, if you're random, I'd be like, "You're an idiot." It's garter snake. Like, <laughs> well, he's right. That's fine. And I felt well, like an idiot. Well, he's right about that, isn't he? What's next, Jake? Next, we've got uh, Leland from Facebook. Leland says, "To be honest, does that mean you have been lying to me all along?" Well, that would be a very. I love that. I love that. And it's funny to think about that too. Well, if I'm lying, I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. If I, I want to totally throw your loop with this lie I'm going to tell you, this is what I have to say. I'm, yeah, he's right. Absolutely, he's right. I disagree with this one because I think that uh, it's just emphasis to show you're being serious. Like then when say, you say, "I'm being serious." Well, I I think it's a synonym for that. It's that that phrase. Yeah, is, in all is, honesty, truth I'm be about, told. Yeah, in all honesty, <laughs> to be honest, you know, all those things are yeah, also I'm about to. I think it's just I'm going to be frank with you in this yeah. manner. I'm not going to mince words. Yeah, but isn't that mincing words? No, right. It's you're preparing to tell someone something they might not want to hear. Right. Yeah. I don't. This one doesn't bother me as much, Leland. Sorry, man. I hate to disagree with you. It bothers me. I hate it. I'm up at night thinking about it. <laughs> I'm with you 100%, Leland. I'm just going to say it. What's next, Jake? Next, we have Super Listener Chad. Ah, SLC. Hi, Chad. SLC. All right. (laughs) Uh, He says, no offense, but is usually the start of any sentence that is about to offend the crap out of someone. Yes. I, uh, yes, it is. But I think it's in a similar vein to, to be honest, you're telling someone. Yeah, it's like a to be uh, honest. I don't want to hurt your feelings. Yep. But I feel like I might have to, I think, and I'm going to say something that might hurt your feelings. I think the use case that Chad is talking about here is the flip use case. You know, no offense, but that's an ugly sweater. Well, I guess you can read text any way you want. That's why I use you know, full it, emojis on everything. Because <laughs> yeah. I get so sick of people being able to read my text the way they want. What if they did? What if Jake isn't reading it right? Jake, read it again sarcastically. To be honest. See, I hate that. Right. People say that to me, I'm punching them. It's, to be honest, dot, dot, dot. Exactly. <laughs> and that now say it the way you read it before. 
Well, to be honest. See? See? Do you see how that goes? Communication. I, Text that's, that's, sucks. Lisa, that's called paralanguage. Yes, it is. Meta language. All right. I would put a big winky face. No, paralanguage. You're right. I yeah. would put a big it's, smiley face. It's not what you say. It's how you say Thank it. Thank you. And the emojis help express the emotion with I the word. I am the emoji yep. queen and y'all hate you it. Are. But you all know exactly what I mean. I don't hate it. I, I love it. it. I think it's great. Yeah, it's, a, it's how I roll. I love seeing the uh, the chat with with all the emojis in it. I always know when Lisa's. I don't even need to see the the attribution. I go, well, that's a Lisa message. I have a friend who said, "How could you even read anything Lisa writes with anything but a smile?" Which I thought was very kind. Thank you, Kirk. That is wonderful. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Amanda. Amanda hates fam. <laughs> I hate it so much that when someone says it to me, I feel the severe need to take a boiling hot shower to wash it off. They're leaving off the illy. Please that don't mean hurt I love yourself. You? <laughs> leaving yeah. off the illy. Does that mean I love you? Are they leaving that off? Does that mean that she doesn't? That person doesn't like anybody in their fam because they left the illy off. Have you ever been to um, the uh, boardwalk in uh, was it Wildwood, New Jersey? Nope. No, I've seen it. Nope. It's a trashy place. Don't go there. Uh, but if you're ever stuck there, no, seriously, like it's like there's, you know, diseases everywhere. Um, it's seriously, it's really bad. So it's an older, well used. No, there. If you go there, have, have you've been on boardwalks though, right? Yes. You know, there's all those little like dollar short dollar store shops and the clothing shops and all the shops that are like. <laughs> we like marijuana, you know, right. everything. <laughs> yeah, with the, <laughs> the wearable probable cause shirts. <laughs> Shops. Yeah, right. Which, oh my gosh. However you feel about that, I always just thought those were funny. But right. on the, in those shops, specifically in Wildwood, New Jersey, you're probably about an hour and a half, two hour drive from Philadelphia. Right. So kind of like how Newark and northern New Jersey is about New York City. Uh -huh. they, they're basically an extension of New York City. South Jersey is basically an extension of Philadelphia. Yes, it is. So they have T-shirts there in like the sports logos of the teams in Philly. So, you know, the, the Phillies of the baseball team, the Eagles of the football team, the Flyers of the, the hockey team, et cetera, right? And in like the style of lettering of those teams, they will have just Illy, I-L-L-Y, <laughs> like Philly, but without the P-H. And I was just like, that's, I don't know why that rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, this is just stupid. Why not? What's wrong with Philly? Why do you have to say Illy? I don't know why it bothered me. How do you know they're not saying fam Illy? Because it just said Illy. Right. By the way, the Philadelphia Flyers, best mascot in all of hockey. Well, that's just... the one where all the leftover pieces of all the other mascots get thrown <laughs> yes. into him. No, see, I disagree. I think the the Philly fanatic is the best one because that the, he's the, a baseball one. But yeah, best mascot the hockey, hockey one, they were just right. They're just riding on the fanatic's coattails. The fanatic is literally nothing. It's just something. Somebody was like, "Well, let's imagine." Like if you take a dodo, right, which is extinct, and you made it look like a Sesame Street character. <laughs> And then you made it green, and you gave it these big the ass shoes, parts. and then and have it walk around and and have a tongue that 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 comes out right, <laughs> like an anteater, like an anteater. <laughs> and it's all of these things slapped together. Somebody did this in like 1976, and it just stuck around. And so this this gritty thing from Phil, with from the Flyers is like, okay, 
it's it's funny, but it's not the best one because it's just copying the fanatic. They were like, we're just going to throw a bunch of crap together and see what sticks. Yep. Yeah, but Gritty comes across looking like a, a psycho, a, ma- a mascot that built himself out of other mascots' parts. But and he that's what you—I will say—that is good because yes, that's hockey, right? That's yeah. the attitude hockey has: is you <laughs> right. need to be kind of psycho to want to play hockey, and that's good, right? Right? Like football mascots are trying to be intimidating, hockey ones are trying to look crazy, baseball ones are fun and and uh, kid friendly, you know? All American. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Does ba- do basketball teams have? mascots like professional basketball teams i know college ones do because the schools have i don't follow the other one i can follow is the globetrotters basketball globetrotters don't globetrotters are their own mascots. yeah yeah. (laughs) i love them (laughs) it's amazing to watch globetrotters i love i remember being a kid and dad would say the globetrotters are on we'd all come running from everywhere just to watch them we love them not i'm not a big i don't know because i i i've just never been able to get into basketball I've tried. I like playing. I don't like playing the actual game. I like just shooting hoops and playing like horse and different things like yeah. that. And I love it. But I, as far as the game and not good. Well, Amanda, please don't take any boiling hot showers. Right. <laughs> to bring us back. That's right. <laughs> we got some basketball mascots. I don't know how we got there. Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's a long and winding road. What's uh, next, Jake? It's going to be interesting editing that one. You're going to be like, how the heck did we get Just here? leave it all in, man. Just leave it all. Let it go. We uh, we are at the rant of the week now, Joe. Are you ready for it? Yes. I'm ready for this monolithic rant of the it. week. <laughs> Laura from Facebook is our winner for rant of the week. And she says, I hate when people automatically think when Irish people say crack, C-R-A-I-C, they think we are talking about drugs, as in crack cocaine. Nope. Crack is actually the Irish word for fun. Yep. Nothing to do with drugs. Also, catching up on episodes, currently on around 110 and loving it. That's great. And that's why you're the rant of the week. Thank you. <laughs> you kiss Joe's butt just a little bit and you'll get rant of the week, everybody. Take notes. Yeah, yeah this is... Um, oh, I can't remember what episode of the the it crowd it is i love that show. <laughs> where the the irish actor on that show is uh being accosted by somebody and he's like you want to go out and get some crack and he's like yeah let's go out and get some good old crack and he's and he's like trying not to offend the guy by being as stereotypically irish as possible right that show is a funny funny show by yeah the way. well you have to learn different terms and you know all countries have them yeah you know cookies Biscuits? Biscuits or scones, right? I got a great story about this. When we were in Ireland, we're driving through Galway and our... Um, we were Galway Bay. We were Galway Bay. And the bus driver goes, look at those two old hookers over there. Right? And of course, the whole bus looks over there. <laughs> and there's nobody standing there. It's like watching the Simpsons right? ready to have something like that looking you back in the eye. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he says, those hookers, they're sitting on the ground right there. And there's nothing over there. And he goes, right there, those two, those two boats, right? And he goes, oh, and we're all like, oh, why are you calling them hookers? Because that's what you'd fish off of. You'd fish off a hooker, a hooker boat. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. And I said, I said to him, I said, well, that's, that's interesting. You call them hookers. Uh, in America, hooker means something completely different. He goes, I know what it means in America. That's why I said it. I yeah. said, okay. He's like, I got a bus full of Americans here. I'm going to mess with them. Right, exactly. What do you call a prostitute if you don't call her a hooker? He says, a cookie. And I'm like, whoa. 
that is really important to me because <laughs> I like what we call cookies in the United States. Uh, what do you call those here? He goes, well, that's a biscuit. And I said, it's a never well, ending chain. Wait a minute. <laughs> what if I'm at breakfast and I want like a nice fluffy biscuit, like, like a Bisquick biscuit. He goes, oh, then you ask for a fishing ship. <laughs> and it all comes full circle. Okay, everybody, that's the show. Thanks for listening. If you want to check out our merchandise store or our YouTube channel, or if you want to support us, we have a subscribe star and links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you could rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you can find us. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash things joe hates our email address is things joe hates podcast at gmail.com links to all of these can be found on our website things joe hates.com female voiceover is provided by andrea patrilli podcast artwork is by Susie blake i'm nate goodwin for things joe hates <laughs>